Hey everyone, thanks for joining us for Let's Talk Recovery. My name's Aaron, this is Caleb. We're grateful just to be with you guys today. Um, and I just want to say welcome um, to Cedar Point's fastest growing podcast where we are real, <laughs> raw, and relational. You have no idea why I said that. You should listen to last week's episode all the way to the end. It's becoming a um, thing now. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, but uh, like, share our content, um, and uh, just continue again just to help us to grow this. I do want to encourage you to check out last week's episode where we talked about putting first things first. Um, if you struggle in priorities, um, or know somebody who does, uh, then I think it'll be beneficial to you. So hope that it uh, blesses you and just blesses it's your time. A lot of husbands and wives like, hey, you should listen to this episode. Talking about the <laughs> priorities. Oh yeah, that, that's that's hey, that that's the thing right there. Send yeah. it to your spouse right that's now. Right. Um, force them to listen to it. That's right. So um, <clears throat> today, um, today uh, we're gonna continue just kind of. Uh, um, Man, this down. I forget you. You mentioned this in the last episode. I, I forget did. how you worded it. I'm gonna go ahead and let you take over. <laughs> Thanks. So. Yeah, save you, save you from yourself there. Yeah. Um, Somebody needs to. Yeah. So we're talking about being. Uh, well, I teased this last episode when we were talking about families and being and being kind of present. Um, as far as you know, it's one thing to to spend time together. It's another to be present. And so that leads us kind of to today's episode, and we're gonna be talking about mindfulness, which you know. People are like, what kind of hippie crap are you guys talking about? <laughs> it's not what you think it is. It's not about, you know, sitting cross-legged and humming and that kind of thing. Mindfulness is about uh, just being present and being present in the moment. And Is this like the witchcraft yoga? Uh, yeah. Just don't get ahead of us. We're gonna, <laughs> we'll get to the witchcraft in just a minute. All right. Um, but you know the thing, the the value of mindfulness, especially in, in the um, in the realm of recovery, is that uh, a lot of addictions come out of you know trauma in our past, or a lot of things that have happened in our past, and um, different struggles that we've gone through, and in the hurt and the pain that's associated with that, just continuing to kind of dominate our lives and to, to always kind of show up, and it becomes this, this sort sort of lens that we're always viewing life through. And a mindful, you know, being being mindful of your present is is something that will help to kind of maybe quash some of that uh, that pain and that the, those voices that we hear. Um, hopefully, not the ones like the voices Aaron hears, but the voices <laughs> that we hear um, that are telling us that we're not good enough, that we're you know we're not worthy, or or you know always being negative towards us. And so, uh, like I said, mindfulness is about being present in the moment. Um, and it's not the same as meditation. So again, you hear the word mindfulness, some of us go to the place where we're sitting alone and sit on a mountaintop with our legs crossed and uh, you know, chanting or whatever. And that's, that's a totally different thing. Meditation, and while meditation actually is not, a, is not a bad thing, it's actually pretty good. And there's actually, it's becoming a, a well-researched thing and it shows a lot of positive uh, changes in the brain that happen. Um, that's its, its own kind of podcast in itself we could talk about the benefits of that uh, but mindfulness is, is again just where we're um, it's not a dedicated focus on something like meditation is but it's just uh, being aware of what, what what's going on in our present moment you look like you're wanting to say something so well, we, I'm we sure it's pass gonna be up. funny <laughs> no, I just uh, speaking of meditation you know I, <clears throat> I mountain bike and I mountain bike around the lake here locally 
And I've noticed a lot of teenagers meditating lately after school. Um, <laughs> at the lake. <laughs> at the lake. Yeah. Um, it's a weird skunky smell, you know, as I'm, I'm riding my bike through there as they're cross-legged. They're burning incense. Yeah, they're burning incense. And, uh, and just, a cigarette form. Yeah, really seeking inner peace. Um, <laughs> and so it's just, I mean, it never fails about the time school lets out. Yeah. There's just uh, there's a, a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of peace seekers out there, and quite the aromatherapy going on. <laughs> As you ride, you get slower. I don't know why, and I just keep laughing. Why is this tree so funny? Yeah. Anyway, I'm glad you contributed to that. Um, totally worth it. Uh, okay, so let's talk about mindfulness and how it helps and what it means. Um, so mindfulness, being mindful, uh, can help with our past, and so, or at least help with dealing with our past. And so, again, a lot of addiction and struggles that we talk about here on, uh, at Recovery um, come out of our past. Like I said, there's a past trauma, or um, you know, uh, all sorts of different issues that we can struggle with. And so, what we've done is, in order to to, to suppress the feelings of um, our past, we've we've taken up, you know, drugs, alcohol, food sex, gambling, shopping, um, social media, to make ourselves, to change the way we feel and uh, change those feelings that we have coming from our past. And so one way uh, mindfulness will help us is is that one, becoming mindful of what's going on in your present uh, means that you stop focusing on your past. So obviously there's the benefit there, but two, being mindful, uh, if you're starting to to feel these feelings, negative feelings from from, past traumas and hurts, uh, you start to, if you start to focus on the present, you realize that you can't change your past, right? Yeah. And that's where a lot of our, our anxiety and our stress and our problems come from is that we're always thinking, you know, it's these things that have happened to us and there's nothing we can do about them, right? I mean, nothing, we can't go undo those things. We can't change what has either been done to us or things that we have done. We can't change those. The only thing you can do in the present is... Is, is to either A, you know, change how you view that situation or B, you know, maybe if it's something that you have done in the present, you can maybe start to do things to, to try to right some of the damage that you have done, right? Maybe becoming a better person or going to make amends to that person that you've hurt or, um, you know, uh, starting to, to put safeguards in, in between you and things that trigger you to engage in your struggle. I mean, there's all sorts of things we can do in the present, but what we can do is change the past and becoming mindful and living in the present will help you to understand that. Um, yeah, I know for me, this was, uh, it was big, you know, I, I've shared my story on here, you know, from time to time, and, um, you know, trauma was definitely uh, a catalyst um, for me into self-destructive behavior, and me coming out of that was having to have an awareness of, is this particular thought, because of this present situation, or is it residual because this happened? Um, so just having that that awareness of where where do our emotions come from? Um, just because this is where they overflowed <laughs> doesn't doesn't mean that that's their origin point. And um, you know I, we deal uh, we deal with this a lot more than than we're aware of. And the importance of it, especially when it comes to navigating our past, whether you had something that was significantly traumatic or not, is important. Um, Marriage is another place where we we deal with this a lot. You've got two people coming together. 
Um, and we all have the, an element of brokenness that we carry into all relationships, whether it's your first marriage or second marriage or whether you were abused or not or had addiction or not. Um, this world wounds us, right? It's a broken world. And, and so we, we collect baggage as we move forward. Some collect U-Hauls. Um, and <laughs> so just having this awareness again um, because as you get into those um, intimate relationships with people um, and, you know, with a spouse, you know, that's where that is. You should be focused at marriage. <laughs> but uh, w- what have you brought into this and just kind of having that awareness? Um, I-, I counsel people a lot of the times too. you know, they deal with um, that, that difficulty and then they convince themselves, well, I made a wrong choice. This is the wrong person. Um, because this, that, and the other is happening. Well, the, the truth of the matter is, um, you know, an element of what they're, they're dealing with is because of the person across, you know, across from them in the marriage. There's a whole nother element that's, that's baggage, that they're just unaware of what they've brought into the relationship. But they, they convince themselves that that's not there, that it's solely the person sitting across the room, um, and that disillusion, um, of that that relationship will somehow fix it and they'll find that next person where it won't well no you're you're just gonna keep dragging that with you and so you've got to be mindful of these things and and learn to navigate them yeah um you know so so how does mindfulness help us with that and and one of the things is is when you do start to feel that way or maybe you know like in the in the situation of a spouse and you're okay we're starting to, to to get into conflict and it's because you know maybe i feel insecure or you know some resentment or something like that so being mindful what you do is you just you kind of do a self-check and this is something we, we talk about in uh, i talk about in my book uh is that you just kind of do us what we call a self-check you go okay what am I feeling right now? Well, I'm feeling resentment. Well, why am I feeling that way? Well, I feel, you know, resentment because they did this. And, okay, well, why does that make you feel resentful? Well, because in the past, you know, a previous bad relationship, they did that. And so this is reminding me of that. It's like, okay, right? So now, well, I can't do anything about what happened to me in the past. And do I know that this person is doing that for the same reason this bad thing happened? Well, no, we don't know that. So, you know, that's how... You know, just a real brief example, maybe how we we deal with mindfulness and, and about things in our past. You know, so we're like, um, you know, again, you're feeling anxious about something. Well, why are you feeling? Ang- well, you know, doing a self checking and go. Well, why am I feeling anxious? Well, I feel anxious because I'm in this particular situation, and in the past I was in this situation, and this happened, and it wasn't. It had a bad effect on me. Okay, well, you know, what about that? Was you know, what was the thing that that turned out bad? Well you know it's this it's x okay so how do i keep that from happening now you know because we can't change what happened in the past but i can do be mindful of my present and and the feelings that i'm having and the results from the thing that happened in the past i can take control of what's going on now and maybe maybe do things so i have a different outcome or i can be aware of the fact that what's going on now is, is actually different than what happened to me in the past and and so i don't have to view that i don't have to be on autopilot though and just let my emotions decide what i'm going to feel i'm you know what i'm going to do or how i'm going to react in this moment you know and so the things that have happened to us in the past don't have to dictate the lives we leave right now the lives we lead right now in the present and so we use mindfulness to help us deal with our past in a way that, that is you know somewhat productive and can help us to to change the way um, we're going to do things in the future but we can only do that if we're aware of what's going on 
to us in the moment. We're not always living in the past. So the, the next way the mindful, mindfulness helps us is with the future. And um, a lot of our t- stress and anxiety that we have today comes from worrying about things that haven't happened to us yet. You know, is, you know, catastrophizing these, oh, this is, I'm going to lose everything and everybody's going to, you know, all my friends are going to leave me. I'm going to lose my job. and I'm going to go broke. And, you know, what if this happens and what if this happens and what if this happens? And um, uh, especially if you're, you're viewing the future through the lens of past trauma, you know, so if you kind of have a negative outlook because of things that have happened you know you were abused in the past which is understandable um and so you think everybody's out to get you or that you know nothing good happens or and that's the 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 lens you kind of have you view your world through then um things that haven't even happened yet you're gonna they're gonna be cast into this negative light of of you know only only bad results are gonna come out of everything well that's that's not a way to live your life Uh, (laughs) You know, uh, <clears throat> humans aren't designed, you know, we're not designed to, to, to live that way. And we actually have physiological responses to to those things. So, like, which is crazy to kind of think about, that your body is responding in a negative way to things that haven't happened to it yet. And that is one, something that is very unique to humans in that we can we can imagine total, you know, totally out of whole cloth just situations that haven't happened and cause our body to experience a, a, a real, a very real uh, stress response where we're, 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 we are releasing like cortisol hormone, which are stress hormone. Um, and that's, that's a hormone that's only supposed to be released in very limited quantities, right? So like, you know, kind of the old fight or flight, uh, paradigm, right? We, when we're, uh, back in, you know, however many years ago as, you know, cavemen or whatever, we, you know, you're facing the, the saber-toothed tiger, your body releases hormones in order to help you escape and or fight off this this very real danger in front of you. Well, that, that reaction, you're only supposed to experience that for a very brief period of time because it's a very extreme reaction. Well, now in modern day, what we've done is um, we're creating situations, again, in our own minds most of the time, that haven't happened and so our body is going through that same response constantly and that's why we're unhealthy and we're unhappy and um you know we're it, we're just in a really bad place as, as as a as a species because as our brains are really good at creating things that haven't happened yet and so being mindful helps to stop thinking about what's going what what hasn't happened yet and, you know and stop projecting onto the future things that have happened to us in our past yeah, you know, when you touched on the uh, <clears throat> physiology on that, um, I was reminded of, and you'll know a lot better than me, but um, even the how stress and uh, there's a correlation between stress and cancer, even, mm-hmm. um, and just how, man, you're getting your body, just not being mindful of things, letting these emotions take control, um, have a, a very serious, very real impact on, on our bodies to a degree that's um, almost terrifying if you really begin to think about it. Um, I want to share with you Matthew 6. Uh, last episode, we shared Matthew six thirty three, which was seek the kingdom of God above all else, live righteously. He'll give you everything you need. Um, the, kind of the, the next, you know, verse 34 with that, kind of the tie-in, um, which is, you know, speaks to our future here. It says, so don't worry about tomorrow. You know, seek, seek God. You know, you know, make faith priority. We talked about that last week. Um, and as you do that, He'll give you what you need, maybe not what you want. Right, that plays to our future. And a lot of what we stress about is, 
is lacking in, in different areas or not receiving what we think that we want. Um, but then he goes on, so so don't worry about tomorrow. God's going to give you what you need. Um, he's going to he's gonna see you through it. Um, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. Um, and, man, what a truth uh, that is. Uh, I don't, again, I don't know about you. Maybe it's just Janelle and I's life because we have six um, kids at home that um, I've got more than enough to, to concern myself with today. And uh, managing to get everybody um, home and alive and, and fed and all of that, um, I can't I can't worry about um, all of tomorrow. No, we should plan to a degree, but I mean this is really speaking about that stress, right? It's it's okay to plan for your future. It's okay to <clears throat> you know map out what you're gonna do and, and have goals, all that. We encourage that actually, um, but it's that 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 worry, that stress, um, where again we just allow that to run wild um that's what we do in this culture it's it's a it's a free-for-all out there and there's no effort to to contain it to control it to to organize it or prioritize it or anything and we allow it to to run amok in in today's culture and um it's it's just insanity we got to begin to just bring that bring that down bring it in yeah um that's you know and talking about um planning uh you know, if you if you were just to read that verse and, and you're like, you know, well, just let tomorrow worry about tomorrow. It's like, well, that, so that means I don't need to plan. It's like, no, that's not what that's saying. It's like you should be, you know, tearing yourself, turning yourself into knots, you know, being concerned about all the possibilities that could happen to you. And, and actually by planning, that is that is how we deal with a lot of that anxiety about what could happen to us in our future. And um, there is a, I was listening to a, a Jordan Peterson who's a, He's a thought leader nowadays, and you know, depending on, he's somewhat liked, <laughs> but somewhat not liked. But he was—I was listening to him talking about um, the the point of vision and goals, and, and um, uh, in his typical way, he he was very <laughs> can be somewhat convoluted. But he was talking about um, you know, if if you were to just look at you know life, the future that's 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 out there there's all these possibilities and it's chaos basically because there's just all these things that could possibly happen to you and it's by starting to create vision that we start to to decrease the chaos and by um you know and this is where mindfulness comes in it's like okay if you're worried about all the stuff that's going to happen there's of course there's all these possibilities out there i mean there's all sorts of things that could happen to us right we could just you know get hit by a meteor you know whatever i mean there's all sorts of just crazy things that are out there and um you know and all the different things that could go wrong with our lives and and if you sit and just think about that then yeah you're going to just drive yourself nuts but by being mindful of the moment say okay well what is it that i'm concerned about well i'm concerned about my security you know my financial security okay well what 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 can we do about that you know well i can you know i can have a good career or you know uh that's going to provide for me financially i can you know um, do things uh, financially to make sure that I'm not, you know, over, outliving my, my means. There's, um, I can make investment plans. I can make retirement plans. I can do those things. And so by taking those, be mindful in the moment and looking at what it is you want out of life, now all of a sudden we can start paring down that chaos of possibilities of all these different things that could happen to us and start saying, okay, well, you know, I, w- I want to go in this direction. I want to, I want these things to happen, you know, and, I, and, and now in my present I can start making decisions about my future that's going to try to mitigate the the chaos that's out that's possible for me in the future and that's um, what he's talking about 
as far as like having a vision, having goals, is that by doing those things and starting to live your life in the present, um, you can start to, you know, more take hold of your future versus just letting it happen to you and, and, and imagining all these things that are, that are possible but not probable, you know, and that's, we shouldn't live our life by the, the possible and we should live it more by the probable, you know, and because the possible is full of all sorts of crazy stuff out there that, you know, that's, that's probably not going to happen. Um, and so uh, being mindful helps you to stop those anxious thoughts, right? By living in the moment, say, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, well, I could get fired or, you know, they, what if, what happens if my company downsizes and they let me go? It's like, well, are they? Do you know why they are? Do you know, is that a thing? Is that, you don't know they're going to be let go? Like, you don't, none you of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it's like, well, I, I don't want to get let go, so I can start working harder. I mean, that's something within my control. We can start looking at the things that are within yeah. your control by living in the moment. And, and you know, again, you go, I, I don't, you know, I don't know this is going to happen. I don't have any evidence to, to, you know, it's just something I've created in my mind about that could possibly happen. Um, so, I mean, we do that a lot too with like uh, conversations, you know, tough conversations we have to yeah. have with people, right? You're like, oh, I got to go talk to them about this thing. And this is, and then we play out, you know, a thousand different iterations of how that conversation is going to go. And then, you know, and they're, they're usually bad. And then when you go talk to the person, it's like, oh, okay. You know, it's like usually just a, it's really yeah. not as, you know, how many times have we done that? Like, oh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. <laughs> it's because you've, you've, made it a big thing in your mind and it's never it's never occurred so uh be mindful in the moment don't don't worry about the future as far as like well all these things could happen pick you know decide to you know we talk about this all the time find a purpose god has for you and start to align your your actions today with that purpose and that's going to take care of a lot of that stuff that again that hasn't ever happened um you're just imagining it stop focusing on that stuff Right. Focus on what you can control today to create a future that you want tomorrow. So mindfulness helps you with the past, the future, and then obviously the present. Um, so we talked about this um, last week when we are talking about being with your family. And this is what I was teasing last week is that, um, you know, if you're spending time with your family, especially kids, that uh, be mindful. Be mindful of the present. Be in the moment. Um, don't be checked out on your devices. I look at Aaron. Um, <laughs> you know, but we're so checked out with our devices and social media and politics, and we have so many stuff that that pre preoccupies our mind nowadays. You know, we're, that is what we're always. In, and what we're not doing is we're not living. You know, is we're always we're scrolling. We're living everybody else's life. What are we we're, talking about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're living, you know, everybody else's life because we're following them on Facebook and Instagram, or we're we're getting angry because of politics on Twitter or the news, and we're we're just dousing ourselves with all this stuff. And, and in the meantime, we're not living our lives, and um, that's not a good place to be. Again, that that creates a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress by by doing those kinds of things. Um, especially like I said following the news and the, and the politics and not being able to kind of compartmentalize those things away from your life in the moment now. Um, and so uh, being mindful helps you just to check in with what's going on with you in the present. And it's um, definitely uh, incredibly important when it comes to your family and like your spouse uh, relationships. Yeah, you know, um, 
we uh, <laughs> we do live in a culture where this is this is difficult. I struggle with it. Um, yeah, I think we all do to varying degrees. Um, it's it's a it's a big thing for me um, at different times, and we did we have joked several times about you have to watch the video feed. I, I disengage. Um, it's not so much disengagement as I just have a hard time not not focusing. <laughs> it's I'm not, not disengagement. Holding. I'm just not listening. I'm just not listening. What's going on? Um, <laughs> But uh, Next I week know we're talking about rationalization. Yeah, yeah. So. There, there we go. Yes. Um, but uh, you know, big, big one of these that are on there um, for me uh, was politics. Um, I've, uh, I mean, I was the weird kid um, <laughs> at, at nine years old that was interested in politics um, and the election process and, and government. And you know, I grew up with my dad listening to different talk radio shows and you know, just consuming all that and. Um, it, it got to a point for me personally where, um, I mean, I was struggling in the day to day. I was just angry, um, more angry than I am today. Uh, <laughs> um, but, and in full aware, I mean, it really impacted my present in this, um, like my present engagement, because I would invest so much time into consuming um, information about it and, and reading articles and then I would get worked up and it would ruin my day um, and then I was so worried about you know tomorrow that again I would even disengage and so it really killed that that mindfulness um, where it impacted you know how the anxiety I had about the future and my ability to engage in in day-to-day -day life and uh, you know I finally had to resolve um, you know to just kind of like all right like, I guess I'll let God be God and kind of had control and as a Christian, you know, one of the things I, I went to was, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a I'm not a citizen of, of this place anyways. You know, I'm a citizen of heaven. You know, that's where I need to put my stock. I put, I was putting so much in, in people and, and systems that broken people had built um, that it was just really distracting from what God had called me to do anyways. And I had to be mindful of that and, and make adjustments. And um, again, if you ever watch this, you can see I still have lots of adjustments to go um, to, to, to engage and, and be present. Um, but it's, it's, it's up to you. You know, it's, it's not one of those things that anyone else can make you do. Um, you, you have to have that awareness of, all right, this is an issue. It's creating issues. It's, um, how do I, how do I readjust here, um, to, to be more intentional, um, with my time? Yeah. So a couple of the, the areas that I think really emphasizes the mindfulness part of in the present, which is what mindfulness is, is being present in the present is one, like I said, with your family. And, um, I think that, uh, so many of us, uh, miss these kind of just magical moments because we aren't present and it's the most kind of mundane things that we take for granted that we miss um, that mindfulness will really help you start to, to kind of capture those moments and what I'm talking about is like um, I know I've had a few you know as this has become more of a focus in my life is like um, a few of these moments where you know say uh, you know we'll, we'll, we'll get together as a family we'll play a game and <clears throat> we have a game where it's uh where you trade these, it's kind of like apples to apples if you ever play that game where it's like you have the, a card and it's a prompt and then everybody else has the cards in their hands and they all pick which, you know, the ending to this prompt that they think is most funny. And, and, and then, you know, whoever is it picks the, the one they, they think is the most funny. But and the, and the, the, the fun of the game is, you know, as you read all these things, they don't make sense and it's, and it's hilarious and, um, you know, you just, it, 
again, this is just like totally routine, sitting around playing a card game with your family. But you know, when it's me and my wife and my kids, and um, you, you, we're reading through these things and we're all laughing. And like I said, it's the most mundane, right? Most routine, just everybody sitting around laughing together. But if you're present in that moment and seeing everybody being happy as a family together, like, man, that's that's a that's a memory you want to have. You know, that's a, and that's what mindfulness does. It helps you create memories um, of your kids uh, being out walking, like especially like for me. You know, when we go, uh, we like to hike. We don't do it as often as uh, we probably would. You know, as we're in the school year and everything's busy, but you know, going out in the woods on a hiking trail with your family and just being out in nature and enjoying the beauty of God's creation with your family and, you know, and, and just kind of taking it in, right? You just kind of just breathe that, that moment in where you um, just, like, so you're taking in the, the scenery, the, the your kids as they're looking out at things and as they're enjoying things and this is just something that you know we're not you know it's not we're not going to disney world or doing any of that kind of stuff we're just taking in the moment um and that that helps you create uh memories with your with your kids and that's what your kids are going to remember it's not going to be the the shoes you bought them or the 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 game system or any of that stuff it's going to be those times you sit around the table and enjoyed each other's company as a family playing games laughing together um, seeing something, experiencing something together, that's what they're going to remember. And that's what we should be remembering also as parents and, and like I said, as a family, is just to sit around and um, have those moments. Um, and then, the, you know, and I, I had that same experience with friends. Um, I know our life group, we, we took a vacation together, and, you know, we, we were in a really pretty place uh, that we took our vacation to, but we you know, sitting around laughing and enjoying each other's company and stuff. It's like, those are the things that you remember. And um, you can't remember that stuff if you're scrolling on your phone. You know? Well, I think one of the things <clears throat> our, uh, our culture does a lot now, too, is even in that, like, we're so um, just ready to share it. So it's just like, you know, get, get the phone out and you're, yeah. you know, doing the selfie of the vacation, of the kid's game, and then you're posting it online. So then there's this disengagement because you want to make sure everybody knows you know that oh this is what this is what we're doing and then it leads to you know following does anybody like that yet is anybody mm -hmm. commented oh, what do you what do you do oh, i just have my kids game <laughs> you know right. we're on vacation um i uh, <laughs> and you're you know, missing the whole you're, thing yeah, you're you're totally absent um <laughs> in it um and the, the only thing you got was you took a picture of it mm -hmm. um and uh you know and it goes back to two um I've seen these uh, in, in, on social media, you know, where I spend too much time too. Um, these uh, memes and pictures where something's going on and everybody's got their phone out now, you know, like to video or take a picture. So they're like, they're viewing it through the screen. It's like right. something's taking place yeah. that's like, but it's still like, even though it's right in front of them, they're, they got the phone up so that they can record it. It's like, why don't you just pull that down and right. just see, just see what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> take it in and you know and that's what I encourage you to do like I said especially in regards to this family family times together like this is like next time you you do this like be intentional so uh, I would challenge you if you're listening to this be in, plan a plan like a family game night and do something you know fun or funny or you know a game that you know not don't play like you know risk like I play risk my if you ever played that like my kids like start crying because I'm just like dominating them <laughs> risk or monopoly where you know everybody's like becoming cutthroat play something that's fun like don't do something I'm, I don't know maybe maybe we're just 
Well, I mean, it's fun when I win. That's to say, maybe it's because I'm like uber competitive. It's like, you should let your kids win. No, that's not teaching them anything about life. But do something that's, you know, or a funny movie, something like that. And then when you have those moments where everybody's enjoying themselves, like I said, maybe it's, you know, maybe not on the really competitive games, just take it in, right? Be present in the moment and take it in and, and, and see what you feel and, and see if that experience is different than what you've had in the past. You know, put your phone down. Don't, don't it's like Aaron yeah. said, but don't watch it through your phone. Just take in that moment. Look at everybody laughing and having fun and enjoying themselves and, and just see what kind of a difference that is. And I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's, uh, it's quite the change, uh, you know, when you take that, like I said, when you kind of take that stuff in and all of a sudden, what seems mundane uh, becomes memorable, um, and then the other, um, the other thing that I, I have as I've aged here is the that I've noticed more by being mindful and present is that kind of just taking in, you know, the stage of life that you're in. Um, each stage of life is is different. I know for us as as a married couple, we've been uh, married for. Don't mess it I up. Did again. it again? It's uh, <laughs> 22 years, maybe this year. Um, she told me. She, I told you she would tell me. She told me. Um, I t- I'll remember when it's when it's due. You know, I'm gonna have like, to go back and look. She, she messaged it. <laughs> yeah, that's to, right. She she texts everybody in our in our me and Aaron and uh, Aaron and I and Janelle and Jill. We all have a group text, and so as soon as that episode came out, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to be listening to like two episodes ago. She texts everybody. It's like just so everybody knows, this is how long we've been married. I obviously paid attention. Um, but 20, 20, 21st anniversary is coming up. You, that's right. you screwed 21st, it up again. 21st. Oh, I man. can't remember <laughs> if it's 2001 or 2002. That's so long ago. Anyway, that's beside the point. Don't be in the moment. Quit focusing on the past. Um, yeah, Caleb's so in the moment that that's he right. Like, I don't even, even I'm know. so in the moment. Just, I don't even focus on when I Time's just not, it's irrelevant to him. It is. Because it's all so precious. It's all about what's happening now. <laughs> Quit living in the past, man. Um, <laughs> so in 20... To 21 years of marriage. <laughs> 21 years of marriage. Um, we, you know, there's different stages. Like, so we were married for like six years before we had kids. And so, you know, th- that first six years of marriage was awesome. <laughs> and then we had kids. And that's also awesome. Yeah. And I really mean it. Um, but, you know, like the that, that stage, that first six years was great, you know, because of the, the the characteristics of that stage of our life was was one way and it was it was great and then we had kids and obviously our situation changed quite a bit and then but in a really good way and um, if if you choose to focus on those things and enjoy those things and you know and as now you know when they're young and they can't talk back to you that's a very wonderful time it's beautiful <laughs> it's beautiful um, <clears throat> but you know they're not as interesting. Yeah. Right, they don't do anything. They just sit there and poop and cry and sleep, and you're just like, oh, you know, do something, you know. <laughs> and then, but then they get older and they start to talk and they start to have interests and they start to have personalities, and that's fun. They still cry too much, and you're just like, oh, golly, you know. And they can't do things, you know. You still have to, you know, do for, and um, you know, that's a different stage, and it has it's. it's it's attributes that you want to focus on and, and remember. And now we're into, you know, I've got 10, 15 year old boys uh, that now they're, they're witty 
and they enjoy watching movies and we we can you know we're starting to converse about things that we're almost you know at at a similar level we're starting to enjoy things you know together as you know young men and an older man you know we're like we like you know some sports and we like to watch movies like i said we like we both we all have the you know our sarcastic sense of humor and so now i'm enjoying you know them at a certain age uh, and then my daughter's nine and so she you know now she's into sports and she's into um, I mean, she's becoming more more girly which is making me concerned but <laughs> <laughs> I mean I want her to but I also as a dad don't want her to um, but you know this is just a different stage of life and here pretty soon that my boys are going to be they're going to be driving and then we're going to be talking about you know going off to school and moving out and, and then you know having their own family and, and that's going to be a different stage and obviously we're going to enjoy that uh, we're going to definitely enjoy everybody when they're moving out but um it's a, it can be a beautiful stage of life everything well that's the kind of the point i'm making is that everything can be no no know, no i think that one's going to be the most, <laughs> the most i yeah i mean you know i'm i wouldn't be lying if i wouldn't say i'm not looking forward to it but uh um i mean you've got a much longer haul than i do so not really how how young is your youngest eight or not eight ten Oh, see, don't get on me about forgetting yeah. about. Yeah, At least I know how old my kids are. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what their birthdays are, I but I know how old they're. <laughs> I kind of feel like he's eleven. <laughs> Janelle will text. Oh, she won't. She, she doesn't watch. listen to yeah, podcasts. Watch and listen. Yeah. So, so um, Jill will probably tell her. Yeah. <laughs> um. <clears throat> so yeah, but less, just, less than a decade. I got less than a decade. Yeah, the yeah. home stretch. Um. <laughs> But you know that's the thing is so being mindful of the moments that you're in, man. It, it, it's and if you're not, I'm telling you, you're missing so much. You're missing so much. I mean, yeah. Do my kids talk back a lot more now? Yes. Does it suck? Yes. But man, they're this is a new phase, and I, I I'm enjoying it. I enjoy, like I said, I enjoy seeing my personality. I'm starting to enjoy seeing my, um, especially more of the older kids and the younger kids starting to accomplish things and be on their own and. You know, achieving um, you know leadership roles in school and church, and, and you know because they're you know their own their own person now. And um, uh, you know, if I'm always on my phone, man, you just miss all that stuff. And so, um, be mindful of what's going on in your life. Be mindful in the present. And you know, and again, if you're mindful about this, and this is what you're focusing on, and what's going on in your family, and in these little moments, man. You, you're too busy enjoying life to think about the future, you know, and to be worried about stuff that hasn't ever happened to you or to be focused on your past and all the stuff, the bad stuff that's happened, you know, it's just, so, so mindfulness really, really helps to, to center you and helps you to, to value life and to, again, to find, um, you know, there's just meaning in these little moments that, that so many times we just take for granted. Yeah. Um, now I just, uh, I don't know if I have anything else to add, but it is, uh, our, our lack of awareness of what's taking place um, it's threatened so much <clears throat> by just the, the rise in technology and it's just the vastness of, of information and there's just so many opportunities to be distracted from from our lives from our from our families from what just takes place day to day and um, it's worth the investment um, it's worth the intentionality um, of just being aware, being being mindful of what what's taking place, why is it taking place, 
and just experiencing life um, in, in a way that I believe is more closely resembles what God would have us <laughs> to experience. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, man, God calls us to, to just enjoy the fullness of life, and, and you can only do that by paying attention to it. You yeah. know, I mean, even the Bible tells you, you know, even if we didn't believe that the, the rocks and uh, just nature would cry out yeah. His glory, and we're too busy looking at our phones to pay attention <laughs> to it, you know, it's, it, is, it is. So there's just that that glory around us all the time, and, and, and our kids, and um, the little people that we have we have created and helped hopefully shaped into, you know, a good, well-rounded person that's going to, you know, again, move out and, um, you know, like I said, you just miss out on so much of that stuff if you just, like I said, your face is your phone all the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. be present, be mindful. Um, again, when you're, so just kind of recap that stuff, if, if you're starting to, to feel these emotions and negative emotions and stuff flare up from your past, like take a moment and do a self-check-in and say, what, okay, why am I feeling this way? Um, is there anything I can do about it? Is there, if not, okay, well, then I can change the way I feel. If there is something I can do about it, well, let's do it and, and not just wallow in it and the, you know, the self-pity or whatever it is you're feeling. Move on. Let's, let's do something to fix it um, in the future. Is this something I can control? Am I, why am I anxious about this thing? Is there something I can do about it now? If not, I'm not going to worry about it. If, um, can I make, you know, plans to mitigate any risks that I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about? If not, then don't worry about it. You know, there's nothing you can do about it. Don't worry about it. So I always tell my kids, there's no use crying over spilt milk, right? And that's, yeah. it's, it's done, it's done. Let's, but what we, what we can do is clean it up. So let's clean it up. Um, and I still get the eye rolls either way. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, and then present, man. And that's what mindfulness is. Be present. Be present in the moment. When you're with your friends, enjoy that time. Be present. When you're with your family, especially, be present, you know. Put your phone in the lockbox. <laughs> Put it away, and, and enjoy the moments, because uh, that's where that's where meanings found. Yeah. Well, uh, <clears throat> that wraps it up for today. We are, uh, man, just grateful um, for you guys just being with us, um, just engaging with what what we're doing. Um, is it next week? Episode next week is uh, one year. Going to be yeah, one year. So we're going to do something yeah. special. And by special, I mean probably the same thing as usual. Yeah, but it's going to be more special. It will be. Yeah. So be, be sure to check out next week episode. Um, tomorrow. Worry it'll about be tomorrow. Uh, life changing and all that stuff. Uh, <laughs> thanks for joining us. Check us out on social media: Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, give us a call if you have any questions: nine one eight two eight three two 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 one, or uh, you can email us at info at cedarpoint.church. Uh, we're grateful for you guys. Love spending time with you, and we'll catch you right back here next week.